So welcome to Outdoors, I'm Brian. We've got Scott Schmidt or Schmitty from Crosscut Mountain Sports Center here to talk about trails, grooming facilities and exciting things happening in the summer at Crosscut. Thanks for being on the podcast. You bet. So can you tell us a little bit, uh, I know I spoke with Faye in the fall about um, like all the exciting, exciting Nordic activities and developments happening at Crosscut. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how Crosscut got started and from uh, the Bohart Ranch and kind of a bit of its history? Yeah, so Bohart, actually it all started uh, back in the early 80s. Uh, John Montaigne, who was a professor at MSU, uh, started a Nordic center and Faye, my wife, was actually part of that startup and, and worked there for a while. And it was actually on the piece of property that we own that that was the old Crosscut Ranch uh, there between uh, uh, Gene's Place, the Bohart Ranch, and the Bridger Access Road. And Jean McGinnis was part of that as well. And so they were using some of her property on the, the Bohart part. And uh, it ended up, you know, cross-country skiing wasn't nearly as... Uh, prevalent in the early 80s as it is now and so uh, they didn't make a go of it and when uh, they folded the the crosscut uh, Nordic Center uh, Gene McGinnis who owned the old Bohart Ranch went ahead and started up uh, a much less uh, uh, extensive uh, Nordic Center didn't have a, a, a lot of law, you know, I didn't have a lodge, uh, those type of things that were associated with the old cross cut. And she and her son, Chris, ran that for, uh, they started it in uh, 87, I think, and ran it until we took over. And I think, uh, I think we were 2017. And Jean, you know, by that time she was well into her 80s and was tired of shoveling snow all the time and was looking to get out of it, but she didn't want to see it uh, just get sold off to somebody that would build a big mansion and kind of close the place down. So a group of uh, folks, one of who was John Montaigne's son, Cliff, and then several other people that were the old Bozeman Nordic crowd from back in the 80s formed a nonprofit and were able to raise the money to purchase the Bohart Ranch from Gene. And at that time, just by chance, the old Crosscut property, uh, which had been bought by some developers uh, back in the 90s, and then that development wasn't able to, to uh, come to fruition, ended up putting the Crosscut property on the uh, up for auction. And we were able to uh, work out a deal and get that piece of property, uh, more or less doubling what the size of uh, what the old Bohart Nordic Center was. And so our goal since then has been to build ski trails on that lower part, and we've pretty much got most of that done. And and uh, kind of, I think, out of uh, uh, oh reverence for the old original crosscut they decided to change the name over and call it crosscut since most of those folks had been involved with that back in the day mm -hmm. so what sort of activities happen here you know into ski season moving into into the summer um is did you start uh building some mountain bike trails just a few years ago i know that i uh, am a volunteer coach with nika and we 
had the honor of being able to ride some of those newer trails um, this last season. Um, so how did, how did the, the mountain biking trails kind of come to be a part, the ones that were more, more designed specifically for mountain biking? You know, uh, back when Gene had it, uh, a group of people had built some uh, some trails in there, and uh, you know it wasn't uh, really uh, built out, but there had been some mountain biking, and there was a race back in the day, the old Bohart Bash that uh, Gene held every year. Um, so we had a little bit of uh, of infrastructure already in place when we started. And then basically through the last, oh, it's really only been the last uh, two summers that we've focused primarily on bike building. Originally, uh, when we first started, our, obviously our focus was on ski trails. And so we, we put all of our resources into that the first two summers. But this last two summers, we've uh, uh, worked together with Bridger Bull and with Swimba to build a trail that basically is going to, uh, should be, we were almost done with it last year. We were about two weeks short when it snowed, but basically climbs up out of the crosscut side up onto Bridger and high points on the Bridger side. And then back down, it'll be a flow trail uh, back into crosscut. And we'll have that. We, we got kind of the lower section done, although we weren't particularly happy uh, with it. So we're going to rework that this spring and kind of uh, clean it up a little bit. And then we'll finish that upper trail uh, this summer, uh, first thing, get that people riding on that. And then my goal, since I live across the street and I've been riding through there for 30 years and I've always wanted a single track that got me all the way up to tie into the Forest Service trails. So we're finally, after all this time, uh, going to work on that this summer so that we have a, a good single track all the way up and, and tying into the trail that goes over to Ross Peak and, and also allows you to loop back into the Bridger trail system. It's kind of a mis missing piece, right? <laughs> Slowly but surely, yeah. And then I think our our goals for the future is, will be to we're waiting for the Forest Service to get done with their uh, uh, forest planning uh, that they're in the process of doing. But then I think we'll try and work with them to provide more or less another trailhead. You know, we all know that the Bangtail Trail it's a really nice trail, but it's uh, pretty heavily used. And so I think there's a a uh, a niche there for crosscut to, you know, we've already got the parking and the outhouse facilities in place. So we would kind of be a free uh, trailhead for the Forest Service. And um, I'd like to see ourselves, Bridger, the Forest Service and Swimball work together to, to build out a, a bike network on the, that, that whole area so that what we don't end up with is sort of a piecemeal mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of cross cut trail and then a little bit of forest service trail and nothing really works together. And, mm -hmm. and so hopefully uh, in the coming years, we'll be able to expand into that. You mean like connecting the, through the bracket creeks, both all, all the th what, three or four different bracket Creek areas and uh, grassy mountain and bank tails kind of connecting that whole cycle. I'd like to, the, the first, uh, yeah, similar. Uh, 
we know that there's the trail going up to Ross Peak and there, there'll be, uh, it's, you know, there's a big logging project that's happening in there, but they're uh, required to keep that trail intact. So hopefully that'll still be a, a decent ride when they're done. Um, working with Bridger, you know, Bridger's got an area permit that includes uh, Wolverine Basin. And so I'd like to look at a trail that dry. I don't know if you've ever been up into Wolverine Basin in the summertime, but it's, you know, spectacularly beautiful. So it'd be kind of neat to put a trail that uh, came off of the Ross Peak Trail and drop down into Wolverine and then, you know, back over and tied into the Bridger Bowl trails. Uh, it'd be fun to work with Bridger Bowl to make those trails that they currently have a, a little more uh, connected and flowing and then tie all that back into the crosscut trails. Uh, probably the very first thing I'm interested in doing is uh, getting a trail. Right now, what you can do, or the way I ride the Bangtail Trail, is when I come off the north end of it, I ride back up the South Fork of Bracket Creek and then come back in through uh, crosscut uh, to avoid having to ride on the road there up over the hill. I'd like to go ahead and work with the Forest Service to make that a nice single track so that you don't have to ride the road and maybe cut into cross cut a little bit lower and provide an access, a single track access that would get you all the way down to the Bridger Access Road. And that would cut off a big chunk of that road bike ride that you have to do when you ride the Bangtail Trail and you're headed back down to Stone Creek. That, that would be amazing. And, and like you're saying, alleviate so much of this, you know, parking woes from Stone Creek and Brown yeah. Creek trailheads. Yeah, it'd give it another access point anyway. Yeah. So so when you're designing um, and building mountain bike trails, what specific things do you do in a, a mountain bike trail that would be different than uh, building out a hiking trail? Well, for the the for the, the most part, we don't the, the trail that we built uh, that'll be the flow trail. Uh, that's mountain bike specific will probably be the only one that we do at least at crosscut we've got such a diverse user group and you know it seems like 550 acres is a lot of land but it's really not and so we don't really have the room to build mountain bike specific trails and hiking trails and so uh most of our trail system will be similar to uh, the other stuff that you see around uh the gallatin uh, forest where it's, uh, multi-use. And so it's really just, you know, there's, there's not much difference between what you do for a hiking trail and a biking trail, uh, for the, the trail, the bike specific trail that we're building right now, it's a flow trail. So it's got banked corners and, and that type of thing that probably don't lend itself well to hiking on. But, um, I think all the rest of our trails will be, uh, pretty specific or uh, multi-user, multi-discipline. We, we have a ton of people that like to come up and trail run and, and uh, just hike. And so we need to be able to accommodate those. Yeah. Speaking of multi-user groups, um, I noticed you've got a lot of programs happening there after the summer. Can you talk a little bit about what your summer programs are? You know, um, I'm a trail builder hermit work in the woods guy. <laughs> I probably don't even know the full extent of all of them. I know that uh, for the last several years, you know, we've uh, been kind of the, one of the home bases for the Bozeman Youth Cycling Program. And, you know, they can't take that large a group onto the forest because they don't have a, uh, a user permit. And so we've 
uh, worked pretty extensively, mostly with Molly Bowman from that group to uh, kind of design some more kid-specific trails. Uh, you know, our ski trails lend themselves really well. We can cut tread on those for mountain biking in the summer and they uh, really work well for the younger kids. And then obviously we wanna provide, uh, you, you've been part of NICA, we wanna provide trails that are uh, uh, work well for those type of mountain bike races. Um, I know that they, uh, uh, we're going to be actually offering a lot more uh, mountain bike uh, instruction type courses. Those have been really popular the last several years. And then I know that they've also started up a summer camp project uh, where they're going to be offering some uh, summer camp opportunities for kids to come up and, and, hike around and uh, look at biodiversity and that type of thing. So those are the ones that I know of up till now or currently, but. And where can people learn more about what kind of programs and things you guys have, have going on these days? You know, our website is uh, took a complete revamp, uh, especially here with COVID, you know, we we've shifted over to uh, this winter to uh, selling passes online and that type of thing. And as a part of that, we uh, put quite a bit of time into revamping the webpage. And so all that information is available there at uh, crosscutmt.org. Right. And then uh, for the trail, the, the trails that you're, you're building, um, are you creating a, a new map system or how, how can people figure out the new routes that are going being developed? Yep. In fact, we, my wife and I, uh, we're just hiking around today talking about that. <laughs> we're uh, obviously with the, before, up until now, we haven't had a very good sign uh, signage uh, system for the, the mountain bike trails. And we're basically uh, in the process of buying all the materials for that. So things will be assigned a lot better than they were in the past. And I think what we're going to do, we've actually been uh, waiting for the snow to melt. We've been down in Utah biking around quite a bit here for the last month and uh, looking at how people handle different uh, mountain biking areas. I think what we'll probably do is uh, have a large trail map in the base area mm -hmm. that people can look at and get a, an idea where they're going. And then, of course, all the trails will be on uh, Trail Fork. And if for folks that are outside of the 35 mile range uh, and don't want to pay for that, we'll also uh, provide a Mana Venza for free. Hmm. Okay. And at this point, are the trails, can anybody just show up to the parking lot and access them? Or is there any kind of um, uh, requirements for user fees or anything like that? Nope. Summertime activities are free. So the only thing we do ask, and I will get that on the web here shortly, is that we, we it's a moving target depending on the spring, but uh, we don't, we'll ask that people don't mountain bike on the trails until we open them up to mountain biking, just because most of Crosscut and Bohart is in a bog. <laughs> and so things are pretty wet. And so we kind of like to let things dry out a little bit. Uh, we've actually put quite a bit of time into rerouting some of the wetter spots and trying to get them so that we can get people on them sooner. And, but 
Usually we're looking at uh, mid-June before we, we open it up to mountain biking. Um, hiking, you know, you can start hiking as soon as you don't mind getting your feet wet. And, uh, but yeah, no, no charge, show up, have fun. And, uh, nice. So what are, you, what are you most excited about uh, this upcoming season at Crosscut? Well, this upcoming season is actually a really big construction project. We're uh, building a new shooting range, a 30-point biathlon range uh, that'll be uh, down on the southern part on the crosscut side. And in addition to that, uh, a ski over bridge because we'll be plowing the road that's currently one of our trails. So we have to, in order to keep trail continuity in the winter time we're uh we're gonna have to do something to get people over the plowed road and uh so that'll be the brunt of it uh of, of the work that i'll be mostly involved in there'll be a little bit more ski trail work we're finishing up last year we cut out what will end up uh, next summer being a paved roller skiing loop that in conjunction with that shooting range and we got most of that cut out and dug last year and we'll we there's some tweaks to it we wanted to ski it for a winter before we paved it and see how it skied and uh, that you know we've got some high-powered uh, x racers that can kind of ski it and tell us how it'll roller ski and so we'll tweak a few things there uh, on the bike side, we're going to, like I said, uh, add a little bit to our skills park, uh, mainly with the idea of the, uh, mountain bike instruction that'll be available. Uh, the skills park ended up, I, I was. became, uh, quite with the young hitter in the programs. Expand on that for them, and uh, like I said, clean a little bit on the lower flow trail that we finished last year. Finish the upper flow trail, and then we'll build the connector trail that uh, gets you on out to the Forest Service stuff this year. A lot of exciting stuff happening, at Crosscut. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, is there anything you want to add at this point? That's all the questions I've got. No, I think that pretty much covers it. We. Uh, no, we're very excited about it. I guess what I'm really most excited about at Crosscut, and this may not uh, sit well with some of the more aggressive riders, but when I look around, you know, I've been mountain biking in Bozeman for 40 years, and we've got some fantastic mountain biking, but what we don't have a lot of is places that people can take their uh six-year-old and teach them how to mountain bike, you know, and what's really been fun to watch it at Crosscut because we do have our ski trails lend themselves well to easy mountain biking and it's really the whole family thing and I think that's especially uh, been accentuated by the uh, Bozeman youth cycling. Parents come to that uh, and then go, hey, I can bring my kid up here just on our own and and so we really want to, you know, continue to work hard to provide that family-friendly uh, atmosphere and and uh, trail system. That's, uh, yeah, we want to build some trails that that challenge those of us that 
you know, we're more experienced mountain bikers, but, you know, a, a large part of our focus is going to be developing a trail system that works well for uh, the beginning, the beginning biker and the older biker and, and some of those type of folks. So that's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. There, you know, in town, there's the GVLT trails, which are great access for everyone. But then beyond that, it's basically you're in really rocky, steep <laughs> mountain trails. Yeah. There is no yeah. lot in between. Which is what we all like, but like I said, in terms of uh, you know, it's it's fun to watch a lot of older folks that are out mountain biking around. Um, me getting, you know, as you can see from all the gray in my beard, uh, getting to be one of those older folks. It, it's nice to see uh, those folks still being active in their seventies, and uh, um, and again, you know, it's just really fun to watch the young kids coming up there and and learning how to ride, and so. A place they can get ready for some of those more adventurous trails. Schmitty, thanks for uh, thanks for sharing everything Crosscut's up to, and appreciate all that you're doing for the community. And thanks for oh, the podcast. You betcha, no problem. I look forward to seeing you this summer. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Tune back into Outdoors to hear more from the groups that make mountain biking in the Bozeman area thrive. Go to thelastbestbike.com for more information on the book coming out this summer and where to pre-order. Until next time, happy trails!